everyone. Welcome to another episode of Podcasa, uh, a podcast made by and for people bored of shit. I am your host, Ryan, and I'm joined today by four guests. Uh, Julian. I'm Julian. Here again. Maura. Hey. How's it going? Courtney. Good morning. And Jeff. Hey, man. Thank you for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. Mm. Ew. Mm, I'm glad to have you. Sweet. All right. So we're recording this uh, as Thanksgiving's approaching, so that's exciting. I like food. Anyone else? You can leave me hanging. I like food. Food's okay. One time a year, I get to partake in food. Ooh. What do you mean? What a treat. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> All right. Um. So four people means four topics. So we'll cut. Up, we'll do around ten minutes per ish. We'll figure that out. But uh, anybody want to start? I can start. I'd love to start. Okay. Okay, so my topic, I forget why I was thinking about this, but so like, you know, we're moving in the direction of artificial intelligence. And I was listening to Elon Musk talking recently, and this is coming to a question. I was listening to like, him talking on Joe Rogan, and, and he's, doing, he's doing this thing where basically he's trying to, this Neuralink thing he's getting off the ground where like, eventually the goal is that like, you get this thing implanted in your head and there's a lot of benefits that like can it, it can like, I don't know exactly, but it can kind of like get your brain working right if there's something wrong with it and you have some kind of disease that is like affected um, up there. But one of the big things is that like you won't have to talk to people anymore to communicate with them. Like you'll just be able to like, you'll basically have a psychic link with other people who have neuralink. So no more talking is needed. And it's like, do you think that's something that human evolution needs to come to? He seems convinced that it is. But I like I feel like that's a dangerous like way to go. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? There's something well, there's something to be said about just I mean, I guess I can't fathom being able to communicate with someone without speaking. Because to me, they're like they're one and the same. So like trying to Imagine having a connection with someone without having to say anything. Although I guess that's what people say a really close relationship is like. You know, you could say like twins have some kind of I was like say like twins in movies. Yeah, twins in movies, <laughs> or or like two people in a relationship that is just like really mm-hmm. connected. So you could say that if you're if you've achieved like a certain level of connection, you don't need to say anything. Yeah, and uh, it's like there's no because it, it's like I think the premise is that there's no misunderstandings. There's no, like you're talking about like of this really close relationship where with anybody, I don't know how that would work, but like just for the sake, like still so we'll get over that step and say, that's like that relationship you're at like, with twins. And then it's even further because even twins have to talk to each other to understand what they're being. But then does that take away some of the essential elements of the human experience of struggling to find the best way to convey a point or communicate something? Like, does it make it too easy or is it just, or is it the next step? Then you could convey, you could get so much more done because you can convey all these things. But I would also see it backfiring. I don't know. Like it's such a type of technology you can't predict. Because like, what if I start, someone starts picking up things that like, I don't want them to do. Exactly. Like I look at someone across the street. Can can you control what they're, or is it all your thoughts? I don't know. It's like, I don't know if it's like you get to pick and choose, but then it's like if you 
if the idea is that you can communicate an idea in a perfect, they must understand something. Like they must be able to like. You need to understand someone to like get what they're trying to say. But then, yeah, like with, like that's what I worry about. Is like, is it like was it just reveal everything about you instantly? Is it like you can't lie or anything? Yeah. And that's like I know what you were saying. It's like part of the human evolution, but like, what is human at the point if you can't like do stuff that humans typically do, like yeah. lie or express emotion, <laughs> not just lie, but and like high things, yeah. like high lie and cheat because like. But like, there's, there's like, there's a lot of times where that is, we're lying and, you know, it, it leads to problems and it's, it's bad. But there also are a lot of cases where like, cause the world isn't black and white mm-hmm. and there needs to be times when people can hide things or like maybe tell a white lie, you know? Um, and if that's taken away from us, like, I, I don't think that's like, it seems like a noble pursuit, but I, yeah. I, I would worry. And there's like a, a time and place in order to express information. Like, dude, imagine every government in the world crumbling. Yeah. Like, like Jesus Christ. You, you would find all like our secret shit that the U.S. does like yeah. instantly. And that could like break a person probably. Well, I'm, Foreign I'm, agents just become like, you, all you need to do is physically get close enough for people who know things. <laughs> well, the scary thing is that I'm sure if that technology was made available, they'd have the ability to. Weapon. Put up, yeah. well, weaponize it, of course, but also put up like blockers. So, yeah, like, like government blockers. agents that have the neural yeah. links, you can't, unless you like have permission from them, you can't actually access yeah. them. Yeah, because it's like we do that for the internet. Stuff well, the, like but the, the, here's the other thing. Oh, sorry. But, like, I'm thinking for government agents, like, if so, if it's the idea that you can like access everything, like, if you're a government agent, like, your spouse doesn't usually no they're not allowed to so what you have to like hide information like you can't access for your family or like like there's I don't know like your Neuralink connection shuts down between the hours of 9 and 5 so then whatever you're doing your your wife can't like connect to you so you can be doing whatever but like and that's an interesting thing because like a lot of government I know that some government agencies still use paper files because it's safer yeah. And it can't be hacked into it. It can't be. So now we're opening the individual. We would be opening the individual up to, if this is like a technology, the potential that it could be hacked into and like controlled. And like, e- like, even if it's like, like notwithstanding the government control that would be implicit in it, like, then we're giving up our, even more of our individual liberties. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about it also from, like, not necessarily that large scale, but from the perspective of, like, as a human, evolve, well, developing your social cognition, and it would just strip that away entirely. Like, you need to make mistakes, and you need to, like, say, oh, I shouldn't have said that in that situation. Like, now I learned, and now I learned, and I can feel, like, embarrassment. But if you don't ever get that experience, like, how how would you turn out as a human, essentially? Yeah, exactly. You all <laughs> robots. Yeah. But yeah. like, I is that the direction we want to be heading though? And that's like and Elon Musk thinks so. I know, right? And Elon Musk is like an anti-social. Like he's like, yeah. having conversations, so he's like, but he has the power to invent this thing. But who's to say that it's what the society needs at large? Because it's a cool, like it's a good, it's a cool idea. But like, but 
Maybe it should just not be for everyone. Yeah. Don't be for him. But then, but then, isn't that also dangerous? That like certain people can do it. But then it doesn't like it doesn't affect. Because then, if a couple people can telepathically connect to each other, then it's like that's great for them, and it's a cool like experiment, thought experiment. But it doesn't like have any ramifications. Yeah. Because it'd be an, it'd be it's it's novel. It's interesting. Like it'd be so cool to be able to connect with people that way, but. There's no work. You don't have to do any work. And then it's like, and then you're, then you're not a person anymore. Because that's part of being, developing. We've developed these ways to communicate. So if, if I was trying to convey something to you, and I couldn't find the words for it, because that happens a lot with people, that like you, you wish you could just like yeah. telepathically tell them. But with an, if we both had neural links, would, would you get a jumbled bits of information, or would you get a very clear thought that I can't convey? I think it would be, I mean, it's complicated, but I, get, I, I imagine it would be like, you have an idea, and it makes sense to you for X, Y, and Z reasons, and then you, like, like send that file over, and then the other person <laughs> decodes it in a, in a way that is, they, they understand your, like, your, what you mean. And that's like getting into, like, who knows how it would work. Yeah. yeah but, like, that's what he says, is like, you'll be able to understand everybody. But it's just like, you don't talk anymore. You don't talk to people. You just, like, think at them, which I isn't bad, I guess, but... Well, does it need to be mutually exclusive? Like, could you have that ability and also still, like, maintain yeah. verbal, like, communication? But then it's like, why would you? If you can why communicate you? in this superior way. And then it's like, would some people not get it? And then other yeah. people get it? And then those people are like... Yeah. But could you imagine if it still took, like, just as long <laughs> to, like, <laughs> decode the information? It wasn't instantaneous. It was just, like... Two people, you someone else walks in, and there's two people just standing there looking at each other for like 25 minutes, so, oh, having a full conversation, <laughs> yeah. and nothing has happened. And they're like, just hey guys. sweating and like getting closer. And closer they, they have emotional strained. reactions to what they're thinking. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Nothing someone is, starts crying. Nothing has been said, and they're just like, I'm, oh my god, they're pouring their heart out. And you're like, uh, and then you like, then you tune into their frequencies. The third person, yeah. you're like, oh god. Then you can, if you're just close enough, you get to hear their conversation. And they're talking about uh, how they hide the bodies. Yeah, yeah. specific spot. <laughs> I'm not sure I want to think about that but it's scary because it's like if it, it, it's people like would do it for the sake of doing it because it's something new but it's because like it's so dangerous and like it, to because to, a lot of people don't like appreciate the they don't wouldn't think about what you're what you're giving up to gain that kind of thing it would be pretty cool though like for people that have like lost one of their senses, yeah, and like they link up to someone that like or deaf people fully functioning, yeah, yeah. that's like that what it's, that's what it's wild. for. It, like originally the intention is to like like just cure those things, which is great because it like rewrites your brain. To but work. like most things, the the implications you can think of that are like for good, there's going to be just as many, if not more, that could be used for bad. So. That's a good point that it could be used for people like that normally don't have an ability to communicate. But yeah, like kids with autism, or like their parents, like they kind of just wait for like physical cues, but there's no way to know until you like notice those over time. Yeah, and that, you know what? It it could also um, help with a lot of like mental disorders. For like doctors and researchers to understand, not just like from a scientific perspective what's going on in someone's head, but like actually know what's going on in their head. And there's like the BRCA and Wernicke 
Oh, area yeah, the aphasias where issue. You yeah, the aphasias where you can't talk or you can't, or, like, and to be able to overcome those instantly just by, like, turning on the Neuralink, like, that would be crazy. That'd be huge. Hmm. And then it's, and so it's, so, it, like, there's so much potential, but then it's like, like, this is also great, but then you know that it's probably going to, it's going to come with what we just talked, all of what we just talked about. So it's like, then it's like a, an interesting moral question of like, do you do it? Like, do you introduce that for the sake of all these people or do they have to just keep like learning how to live with, you know, where they, with what they've been dealt because the implications would be negative on a, like on for the whole side. Yeah. <clears throat> I guess it's not up for us to decide. Yeah. I just need to get a Neuralink and then Neuralink with Elon Musk and it'll make sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> what if you got two Neuralinks and like Neuralink with yourself? That'd be oh. pretty sad. <laughs> you could also just not have any Neuralinks and also think with yourself. <laughs> you get like a, four, a chain feedback loop to have conversations. There's like constant static. In your, oh, God, it's yeah. like tinnitus but like really bad. Or constant echo like everything you say you hear it three times. Oh no yeah call. you got your wires get oh, crossed in the installation. Before you even if you're like about to speak with someone, like you hear it being formulated in your head and said, oh my god, this is... and you go crazy. Cool. Alright. That's a good thought. Sweet. Alright. Uh, topic two, any of the other three of you? More? I guess continuing with the, um, the brain, um, I took my cognitive, well I just finished the, the cognitive psych, and the last thing we talked about was consciousness, which... I thought was pretty sick, and also we talked about like the dualist view and the materialist view, which essentially the dualists are like, yeah, you got the brain, you got all those connections, which is sick, but the mind is separate and is not like bound by the laws of physics, and like you know, like that's why we have consciousness that <laughs> it like is its own thing, and the materialists pretty much think that any thought you have any like you know internal monologue can be explained by just the different structures of the brain which i i mean give me your thoughts but i think it's like it's not it so everything can be explained by some brain structure yeah so it can be like you know your internal monologue <laughs> like your kind of like instinctual pretty much like anything about your consciousness is like Okay, well, that this area of the brain could cause you to have like this response with this stimuli, and you know it's very scientific for something that I personally think is not. We forget that like the because we've developed to a point of like higher consciousness, where like we're self, you know. But there's the basis in our biology is that we've evolved in a very specific way to do specific things and have specific behaviors, and like all of that is. It's comp. It's so complicated, and there's so many factors. But it is like it is like you're saying. It's like stimulus and response, mm. just from and we we don't. It's so implicit. We don't recognize that's what it is. We a lot of things we do. We think maybe are like we have control over, but it's really our biology defining how we react. Mm. The other thing I thought about with it is <laughs> I was talking about this like drugs. You know, think about like how you feel or like everything that you're thinking about when you're like on streams like whatever it is i think that that is like maybe i don't want to say evidence but like in experience that can show you that like your states of conscious or unconscious thinking are not 
necessarily just defined by biology, though. And that there's, there's just, is it unexplainable, or we just don't have the means to explain it yet? I don't know if we have a means to explain it. So it could be potentially we, explained. I don't know if we need to explain it though. Just experience it. Yeah, I, I think that it's like a part of, you know, we always talk about like our cat. We see her; she's the most present ever, and like she, we cannot have that level of a level of awareness because we have this higher intelligence and thinking that I can be like in the moment, but also thinking in the back of my mind. Oh yeah, I have like. You know, these three assignments to do, I, like, have to go grocery shopping, whatever it is. And. And that's the rub of being <laughs> a higher intelligence. You know, but it's, I think it's just experiencing, like, life, essentially. What's really, like, with psychedelics, like, the best way, like, when you do psychedelics, you, there's hallucinations. And, like, so you, you don't normally hallucinate or anything. But it just shows you that the way you perceive the world isn't necessarily how the world is and exists. Like, when you start hallucinating and, like, tripping out, you see everything, like, you see everything differently. And you realize, and it makes you just realize that everything, like, how you perceive all the stimuli that exists in the world, it exists separate of you perceiving it. And then you see it and it goes like your eyes send a signal to your brain. And then so your brain is like, this is what I'm looking at Ryan right now. That's Ryan. Cause I know that's Ryan. And I know that color of his hat and I know that he's wearing a shirt. Cause I know what a shirt is. And it's, it's just all, a bunch of schemas. Like, yeah. Yeah. And so like the per- perception of the world is like, you know, our perception is uniquely ours. Like there's a, the, every, organism's perception of the world is different. So like a lady, like Jeff had a ladybug on his hand yesterday. And to us, it's like, we know this ladybug's walking over his hand, but that ladybug has no idea, like what it's, it, it perceives the world in such a different way. Cause its brain is the size of it. So there's no one way that the, the world is perceived. It's all individualized. Yeah. Even between one species, you know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But then like, so, so you're saying that like, the this biological is versus our consciousness. Yes. Like, there's something about being able to like identify, like see that we're seeing things in a certain way, and like identifying this phenomenon. And then from there, I feel like that's from there we have consciousness because we have an understanding of what it is that like if we can understand what motivates behavior, we can control it. And then it then it becomes separate. A little bit, then becomes the mind. So it's yeah. So it's basically you. You don't personally think that those nuances of consciousness can or should be explained by like parts of the brain. I mean, I think they can to an extent, but I think that when you're talking about like the mind, <clears throat> if it was, <clears throat> I have a voice totally. Um, if it was necessarily all biological basis where does like individuality and personality come into play because we all like have an internal monologue and they're all like different you know some people say like they see things more like pictorially and other people are like oh well i am thinking about something but like i am thinking about me doing the thing not necessarily like the thing happening and there are like tons of different 
what ways of perception of it. And if it was just the neural pathways, I feel like it would be more uniform. Mm-hmm. You know? So say there was a hypothetical future in which there was a breakthrough that scientists and researchers were able to, to an extent, like quantify those nuances of consciousness. Do you think, like, if that opportunity was made available, do you think it would be better not to explore it because the, something about, like, the mystery of not knowing how unique we can each be? Because if it's just all explained by, you know, X number of things, it just, like, kind of takes the magic off of it? I mean, I think that kind of goes into, like, you know, should we be, like, exploring this, like, AI telepathic stuff? It's, like, it changes something about, like, our human experience and the way that we view it. So would it make us, like, value it a little bit less since now we have all the answers? Like? I think, like, you can, because you can, there's things we do understand about the brain. Um, to certain extents, like you can, you can see like, like you take, you, you go into like developmental psych and you see what kind of things affect people at certain ages and you can look at people's personalities and there's relatively quantifiable data define, like that can define a person's personality on, on a, like a large scale based on, you know, that you can condense it into traits. And just because we understand it better doesn't mean that it, it can, it, like people are still going to be, developing and evolving these traits independent of our understanding of it because it's just a trend we observe. So like if we can, like you're saying, like do this research all of a sudden and answer these questions, I think it would only help us understand ourselves more to better ourselves versus like answering, like like giving us the, like just handing us the answer because it like, because everyone is still going to, the world will keep turning whether or not we understand it. Yeah. Sorry. Jeff or Courtney, anything, anything you're thinking about? How do you feel no. about being conscious? How do you look, feel about no. like, <laughs> How do you feel about your consciousness right now? Bro, I fucking know nothing about the brain. I'm a fucking music major, man. All this shit goes over my head. And I don't like thinking about it because then I feel like I'm not real. Or so not in control. Yeah. And that's the, and then. But then I also feel like too real and then I'm making too many choices that are messing but things up and I don't want to think about I it. And like nor do I really have any solid opinion on it besides just rambling to make a point in I this podcast. I feel like that's exactly it though. Like. Yeah, and it's horrible. I hate thinking about, about it for it. too long and you're like, but like, where is the boundary? And, like, you want to have an answer, because I feel like that's a tendency, at least with, like, how we've evolved, like, our society is, like, we want to know things. Well, I don't really have, I've never felt the need to think about it, like, on my no, own, like, on my own. Thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, well, there, okay, like, the question of, is it my brain, or, like, is it, does science explain everything or is it like higher conscious whatever the fuck it is i've never thought about that on my own free time (coughs) like that has never come to mind because i know not nearly enough to answer any of the questions i have so i don't think what happens with me is once i know about an idea like that concept that was just discussed like you can't, unth- at least for me, I can't unthink of that or, like, ignore it. Now I'm, like, I think of things through that lens now. I'm, like, can't things be explained that way? And 
So then I go down rabbit holes because I'm like, I don't, I don't like the idea of not being in control or thinking of all these things I can't understand. So like the easy way would be to not think about it, but not thinking about it makes you worry about not knowing about it. And then you want to, so then you're like, to get rid of that fear and anxiety of not knowing, you want to know, but that could also cause other fears and anxieties. At least that's how my brain works. So I always bounce, like bounce around between closing myself off from thinking about things and then also wanting to explore those ideas because it'd be, I feel like it'd be kind of a weird, and like if I die never having thought about anything, I mean, that also makes me feel weird. Uh, you know, if I had the opportunity to explore those crazy concepts, that might have been scary at the time to, to understand. I, I, at least I would rather have like delved into them than not. But that's just me. Like everyone's decisions. Everyone's different. Yeah. Um. But no. I didn't want to like. I have enough that I worry about. I don't. I'm not worried about knowing an answer because I feel like I don't need to have that answer. I feel like knowing that answer wouldn't really affect my day-to-day life. And I don't think it would change what I do because if it is, um, you know, if it is just all science, well, cool, I know that, like, it's not really... Knowing, knowing that my brain is controlling something versus my mind isn't going to change what either of those controls on a day-to-day basis. So I don't give two shits. <laughs> There's an interesting intersection with Morris talking about in that, like, it is just science, but it's, like, it's science that, it's the science that motivates, but we have, we have the awareness to, kind of, like, to have control over, like, we know it's happening, but we can affect it. Yes. And affect the decisions and affect what we think about, because we do have agency, it's not just our biology defining us. Yes. is essentially, like, I guess to sum it up nicely, I just think it's very fascinating I guess to think about like the vastness of like you're saying like that agency and just like pretty much just the vastness of the mind and you know we have much that we could explore but also it was like it's kind of like what intrinsically <clears throat> makes us a human I would say I think cool. it's I think it's cool stuff to think about because like the when you get when you live long enough like if you do something you do you just be a person for 20 30 years or whatever like it's going like you like eventually you start to and not maybe not everybody like but like existential thoughts start to kind of creep in of like why am i here like why do i do what i do because you've done it for so long and then you start to think about it and then you are met with the like like you know the despair of like I'm not going to get an answer to this because it's too complicated. It's too far. It's above my, Pay above, grade. yeah, right? <laughs> and, cause, and then that's when you as a human realize that you're not the center of the world. Like you're just another, and there's, and, and in the face of that and the questions and the, <clears throat> the, like uncertainty, like you can either despair in it or you can see it as, you can take it as like, if I don't matter, like, I don't matter on a big scale, but it means I don't have to worry about it. It's like, I can, the, the agency I do have, I, I like, I take, I appreciate that more. And the, the possibilities of what I can do and accomplish are, you know, like, there, there is, there, like, there's limitless potential for what an individual can achieve. But, like, even though it doesn't make, cause you have to, def- sorry, you have, cause you have to define meaning for yourself 
Because if there is no higher, like there's no question answer to the question, then it means you have to make you have to make your own yeah. in your life, and that's fulfilling as a human being. I mean, yeah, but um, I know plenty of people that just do. They just do. I mean, and they're it's doing it. Well, yeah, there's that, not there's nothing wrong with any. I think that you just do it, but like without even thinking about it, you're doing like exactly what Julie is talking about, but just like through living. Like we talked about, um, Julie and I talked about last night, kind of the different like outlets that people use to express this, whether like my sister's an author, that's kind of like her outlet of like, it's an extension of who she is. And that's like the inner workings of her mind and everything that she's thinking, you know, Julian was like guitar. It's like, Everyone has sort of an outlet for just like another way of communicating what is in their mind. I would say. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, I'd love to talk more, but we're gonna try and fit some more uh, topics in before everyone has to go. Um, so, quick, write that down segment. Uh, did you know that on this day in 1718, Captain Blackbeard was killed off the coast of North Carolina? You know, I didn't know that. Wasn't it? Wasn't there like a roommate? He wasn't actually killed or something like really? that. He could be alive. <laughs> he could be. <laughs> I mean, no, no, not that he would be alive, but like that. But he has a yacht. Like he's in North Carolina, just chilling. <laughs> no, he is, he's in that. <laughs> but it's like, it's like the it's like the Hitler scenario where they think that he died on a certain day, but like he escaped and lived a little mm, longer, but they're Argentina. still dead now. Now he's still alive. Uh, what is everyone but Argentina? <laughs> Blackbeard's hanging out with Hitler in Argentina. Uh, Two pack. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, on this day in 1900, so a couple uh, centuries later, and the first Mercedes goes for a test drive. Ooh. That's pretty crazy. In less than 200 years, that, that happened. Blackbeard's in a Mercedes now. Yeah, uh, And then on this day in 63 was also the JFK assassination. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> so it went, it went for, there was two deaths, but they're just like a little different. Blackbeard died. That guy's definitely not there. <laughs> <laughs> kind of crazy that it's been... Kind of a long time for us, but not a long time. But anyway, so those are some did you knows of dates. And then there's some uh, upcoming observances for the fourth week of November. Uh, November 25th is National Play Day with Dad. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> Why is that? Okay. But it's also National Blase Day, which I think is French for bored. Or- Blase Fair. So, that's that's laissez oh, right. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. invented so, a new business. National kind of like is it? It, it means yet? it's okay. Well, that's is it actually, okay to do nothing. Well, it's basically if you're like upset at something or like you know the store doesn't have what you wanted to buy, it's okay to be like, ugh, it's okay. Like it just, right. it, it's weird. It's like normal. I'm bored. It's it's yeah. It's like normalizing oh, being okay. bored, and it's okay to be bored or be mad that something is like meh. Today, yeah, which is also funny because then you're playing with dad and imagine you're just doing. Like, <laughs> anyway, um, and then the then there's Thanksgiving. Obviously, the day after Thanksgiving is your welcomes giving day. I'm not sure the origins of that, but I, I guess it's the natural progression of Thanksgiving to. It's also Black Friday. It's also the Black Friday, but also National Buy Nothing Day. <laughs> that that is the most whack shit I've ever like heard. People passively, aggressively go back and forth, and the day has it I says find nothing. nothing day. 
But it's all. But you could buy one or two things. Yeah, it's, 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 it's definitely made by the retail worker that doesn't want to work on the black. Yeah, it's made by the people that were like, "Why do I have to buy something today?" And they're like, "Guys, shouting in the crowd." Maybe buy nothing. Go home. You can make a day out of it. Um, and then the, the, there's November 30th is stay home because you're well. Okay. You're unwell. Nice. Get out of the house. <laughs> Dude, do, in COVID, Dude yeah. no, in COVID times, that is like the worst thing you could ever say. <laughs> yeah, it's stay home because you're well or go outside because you're sick. <laughs> uh, National Games and Puzzles Week. Oh. I know we have some fans of games I and like puzzles. Games. I feel like we're obligated to, to play some of those. Can do. Can do. And also an update. Uh, it's that almost the end of No Shave November. I don't know how everyone succeeded. Whoa, whoa, Jeff. Whoa. If anything, I've shaved the most in my life in this month. In your whole uh-huh. life, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff, that's that's the opposite. Unless it's also like shaved as much as you can. Shit, so just like, I want to do it. Every just a day. joy. Do you think like shaving companies like? Really, like lower the prices of their products during November to like entice people to buy it. Buy big at the end of the yeah. month. <laughs> uh, also known as Black Friday. Yeah, that's, that's literally. Uh, all right. Um, and then last is recommendations. If any of you have like a book or a movie or a podcast or a TV show or anything that you've done or watched recently that you think other people would like. Or a song, album. I've been watching Master Chef. <laughs> yeah, Master Chef. Oh, I've been I'm watching, watching Master Chef Junior. <laughs> um, I've been watching Kitchen Nightmares. Oh, really? oh dude, oh, that's that funny. When, when, what? No, oh, no that Gordon cool. Ramsay. He yeah. comes in. And he's like, "You fucking, it's fucking raw." Yeah, he's and just, he's so pissed off. Oh, I fucking love it, man. But the food looks so good. And it's just or like, Kitchen Nightmares. You're like, yeah, I want to so. barf. Yeah. Yes, chef. Yes, yes, chef. Yes, chef. <laughs> he like ruined your life. There has to be a good Ramsey podcast. But yeah. all I'm saying is that, what, like, I've watched Master Chef and Master Chef Junior, and he will like scream on top of his lungs about these adults, and then the kids, he's like, oh no, it's okay, it's okay, you're doing wonderfully. <laughs> yeah, because he's not an actually he's like, normal human being. He tears yeah. into people that like claim they have a profession. Yeah. Yes. But the kids are obviously they don't, are dumb. And if your cooking is bad, he does it so that you improve. Yeah. Dude, no, he has a TikTok. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, he reacts to Yeah. You donut! No, yes, he says you donut. Because, like, there's a bunch of people that are making steak cakes. Like, they're making cakes and, like, steak and then, like, mashed potato frosting. He's like, you fucking donut! What on earth is this? And it's so funny. It's raw! I recommend, if you like movies, Raiders of the Lost podcast um, with these two twins who communicate. <laughs> they, it's a podcast <laughs> where they don't speak at all. They just give me, <laughs> but these two twins talk about all things movies, and they like go into like uh, director spotlights, and, and they talk about like Star Wars and Jurassic Park and David Fincher and all these. Mm. It's really cool. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right, Courtney. I think my topic should be last. Oh, you want it to be last? All right, oh, Jeff. Geez. I mean. I, well, we'll have to I don't really have like a big topic in mind. I mean, we. Oh no, we, mine's a, mine's a shit show of a topic. Yeah, we talked <laughs> we talked extensively with them. We can keep it short and whatever you want to talk about. Well, here. like, I don't know. Living life like as an adult for the short time I have right now has been interesting because like you have a lot of time to yourself when you're not like busy with schoolwork and reading all the time or worrying about like your extracurriculars and like you just kind of focused on like getting money and shit like that. I always like. It kind of, like, forces you to just think about the past and, like, 
I, it's, I find it so often that people, when they're, like, nostalgic, they, like, talk about, like, a certain year where, like, oh, that was the time to be alive. That was, like, the greatest time. Like, I know for a lot of people it's, like, 2016. And, like, whether it be, like, the state of the world at that time or what they were doing at that time. I'm, like, I wonder if, like, when you're looking back and, like, you have that feeling of, like, oh, those were the good times. I feel like it's not... Or at least the way I see it, for other people, it's not what was going on at that time. Because I still feel like the world was, like, not doing well at those times. <laughs> like, as compared to today, you know, I feel like it still wasn't an amazing time to be alive. But I feel like it was just more of a sense that we were younger and more naive in terms of, like... Right now, we're very observant as, like, you get older of, like, what's going around, on around you. But when you're younger, you're so focused on the stuff that, like, other people are making you do, such as, like, you know, when you were a kid, you didn't decide to go to school, but, like, it was kind of, like, something that you were just pushed to do. You just have structure. So yeah, you have, you have a structure. And, like, I think when <clears throat> people lose their structure, they start to, like, kind of miss it. But they label it as something different. Because it was safe. Yeah, it was Structure safe. Structure means safety. And then when you're put out into the world where you don't have that, exactly. you want it, it's, it's you want it want back, to go back. Even yeah. though, like, during that time, you would harp on it. Like, I remember people hated high school yeah. for, like, what it was. But, like, when I look back on it, I'm like, that's a, that was a type of structure that I understood every day. I knew I was getting myself into. I knew what I was going to do after it, before it, what's going to happen next week, month after. But, like, now, like... I don't know what I'm doing next yeah. month. I don't I don't even know what I'm going to do this week. Like <laughs> it's just I feel like that kind of takes a a play when you're thinking back on like what you would consider the good times. I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, cuz when you're told to go to school and you're told to get a job or you're told to do like these things going in through like secondary school and elementary school you don't have to actually think about that part of your autonomy mm -hmm. so like that's the free time you have is spent like doing whatever the hell you want because you also have to support yourself but now but once you have to do those adultly things of your autonomy it's no longer like go to school because you are told to it's like you choose to you choose to get a job because you need to support yourself you choose to do these things so autonomy is like freedom but it's also like you have to think about those things, and so therefore, like half of your, you know, quote unquote, half of your brain power is spent doing those things rather than having all of your free, quote unquote, free time being just fun stuff. Yeah. And then the naivety of being a kid and just everything's novel to you, so it's just like novelty bias. Like, you know. I think on the like upside of that is like when you go in when you have when you have to like face this and you like see the past through rose tinted glasses, like. It makes you appreciate that, like the time, like because then you think about like what do I enjoy doing, and mm -hmm. if I enjoy spending time with people, or I enjoy doing this hobby or whatever. So now that you like, because you gain, you don't have any perspective when you're that when you're like until you're like twenty or whatever when you're out of this structure, because everything is like to a degree can be like kind of handed to you, mm. um, and then it like makes you appreciate doing those like like setting aside time to do these things with people or, or whatever it is more once you get older because you have to fit it in 
with you have to make time for it within your responsibilities. And you set up like a game night or whatever, and then yeah. you, you have these things to look forward exactly. to. I think it's harder. Well, it's, uh, I should start with it's easier as a kid to find ways and times to like have fun and make good memories that like make you have good memories, like reflect back and be like that was a good time. It's mm-hmm. easy to do that as a kid because either everything's new to you or it's just like everything's fun, and then it, all of the fun gets pushed off, pushed off, pushed off, pushed aside by doing work and having to spend most of your day doing monotonous things that like it. It's a lot harder to find those times unless you schedule it to, you know, have a movie night, have a game night, hang out with everyone. And so, <clears throat> I, yeah, yeah. I guess that's true because, like, personally, like, I never would do that shit. Like, I didn't do it during college because I was just, like, focused. Like, the only time I really did that kind of fun stuff was, like, with you guys and it was only occasionally. But, like... There's definitely an appreciation you can have for those types of nights you can set aside to, like, do something different. Because then it just keeps, like, I don't know, like, something in your brain entertained for the long term mm-hmm. and not just the short term. So then, like, what you were saying, like, when you look back at those times, you have a higher appreciation just because of those little things you do mm-hmm. on the side. And on the bright side, as a kid... Your days are going by so quickly and so many things are blowing over your head because you're just like having fun, no care in the world. But when you have, when you realize how little time you have and how much you need to like think about setting time aside to like have fun and have a good time, it makes you appreciate it more. And then it can almost like compensate for less time having quote unquote fun, but more conscious awareness of being in the moment with everybody. And then you can have those like long term. Good times. I think that, like, when you look back, like the idea of safety, you look back at those times, you look back at, people look back at 2016, because they were in a good place, they were in a safe place, and they were in, like, the peak of whatever experience, they like, college experience they were having, or whatever, and you look, and you, and it, it, in doing that, you take yourself out of the current moment, and you look back, because you, you, now, you wish you had what you had then, but the only thing constant in life is change. And if you don't, like, kind of shack up, and, and, like, that sucks because, like, the good times, like, it's the cliche of, like, yeah, I wish I could stay, like, I wish I could stay in this moment forever, but, like, I can't, like, all things must come to pass, so you have to, like, appreciate that for what it was, and, like, take the things, like, what was I doing then that I did enjoy that I can do now, you know, and then, like, live in that, like, we were talking before about living, like, being present, and, like, if you look back, at the if you look back at it for too long, like you you run the risk of like shooting yourself in the foot right now. I guess that really is like just the straight up definition of like you don't know you're in the good times. And yeah, yeah. That's exactly I was gonna say that's the nostalgia yeah. of it. Yeah. Like people in 2016 <clears throat> were like, oh, I'm, they're thinking of all the bad things that are happening. But then four years down the road, whether it's because you're comparing it to the present times or it's just like reflecting back on an old memory, you think of the good times and how did you feel positively, so. Word. Good shit. Alright, we'll end with Courtney um, for, I know more has to leave soon, so we'll end on a, a light note, sound, a light <laughs> yeah, note it sounds so, like. <laughs> I was thinking, uh, I know it's early in the morning to talk about alcohol, but we're going to talk about alcohol. Okay. So, <laughs> I, was, I was thinking, right, like, recently, like, seltzers were like, the new like the newest like coolest thing for people to drink right and like every company is like 
coming out with seltzers and stuff. And, like, that's, like, the new, like, big thing, I guess, right? And I was like, what's, like, the next? No. No, I was like, what's, like, what's, like, the next, like, newest, coolest thing going to be, like, for, for alcohol companies? Yeah, like, like what what is, like, every, like, alcohol company going to want to start? I guess, like, ciders kind of have their moment a little bit, too, for a bit. But, like. Ciders are, like. I feel like it's specific. It's yeah, it's like a though. seasonal like thing, I guess. But like, like seltzer is like any time, right? Seltzer's but like, what's going to be next? Like carbonated gin and tonics or something? Like, I don't know. Or like. Well, like, they, they, those are carbonated. Yeah. Tonic Whatever water is it carbonated. is. Okay. Well, I mean like, the, okay. Cheap. Or like, what if like you have whiskey, but like, it's like. Soda. But it's like, like a soda like, or something. Yeah. Or like, it's like something outrageous. Yeah, like, I know what, like what, out, what thing is it going to be outrageous, like, sounding now? But, like, yeah, it's going to be, thing. like, a fucking hit. Because if you think of, like, seltzer, like, you can just have regular seltzer. So maybe it's, like, you just move on to, out, like, putting alcohol in another yeah. beer. So maybe it's, like, so you have juice. A, like, alcoholic Gatorade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you get electrolytes. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I always run. see these ads for... There's like, it's like busy. Have you ever seen busy hard seltzers with antioxidant vitamin C yes. commercials? Yes. Their whole marketing thing is like, it's just another seltzer, but we've got antioxidant vitamin C. And that's their whole mm-hmm. pitch because there's, it's so, yeah. So the, then. The reason seltzers are so popular is because it tastes not like the amount of alcohol you're consuming. Yeah. Exactly. So like the way to make it something similar that's universally like appreciated is another form of something that has alcohol in it that doesn't taste like it for people who like don't want to drink beer because it's you know because they don't like beer as much because seltzers are so light like it's that same type the same person who wants to just like get casually drunk and not have to worry like i I, I don't want to taste bad dude what if like what i can imagine like what if they make like hot tea for like middle-aged women, right? Who like want to, you know, and they want to have a little fun. And I, you know, they want to get a little tipsy. They have like tea. You can just, but you, I mean, I, I put alcohol in tea. Well, no, no, no. But like it doesn't, it just tastes like normal tea, yeah. but it's alcohol. Yeah, so it's like marketed. As, like, yeah. Alcoholic tea. alcoholic tea for middle-aged women. That's going to be, I feel like kids, like college girls, like right now, and they're like in their forties, that's what they'll do. There's some alcoholic coffee can, like cans of coffee out there. Like, I know PBR has, like, a coffee. Like okay, but coffee. those taste gross right now, and they don't taste like coffee. They but I'm sure like the beginnings shit. of hard seltzer was not good. Not, like, probably. they'll probably I, perfect I it, and then you'll get the caffeine and the... Dude, what if instead of, like, Kahlua... Can't do that anymore. It was just, you like, cough, like, alcoholic coffee. But not, like, coffee-flavored alcohol. You could just make coffee before Kahlua. But, yeah, but, like, no, 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 <laughs> but, like... But like not Kahlua, because right now there's coffee flavored alcohol. But would it would it would it be of alcohol? How about it's coffee as well? Hard soup. Yeah. <laughs> hard soup. Yeah. Tables chunky hard soup. <laughs> Dude, oh my god, the alcohol's in the broth. Oh. The broth is the alcohol. <laughs> Shit. The next step is bringing back chicken broth alcohol. <gasps> The next step is bringing back <laughs> Chicken Ruby the soup. original Four Loco that had caffeine in it that would give you heart palpitations. Uh, oh, that's God. the next evolution. Oh, or what if like like almost like edibles, but like you had edible alcohol, kind of like you know how there's like Jello thing. shots, yeah. like chewable, but like but like <laughs> you know it's like something else, like steak. You have like alcoholic steak, 
Like, what if, like, they injected alcohol into the, like, steak-flavored alcohol into the steak? So then you got drunk as you ate your steak. <laughs> now, wouldn't that be the exact same thing as, like, making a bottle of alcohol taste like steak? And that sounds like a gross concept. Dude, that- That'd be crazy. Why? Well, hey, maybe in the future, like making be crazy. drinks That's taste like thing. food versus think, making yeah, foods taste like, like a meat pie. You get a chicken alcohol, a steak alcohol. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't like the future that like we're going. Shot, yeah. Dude, no. Instead of wine, you have alcohol. you have flavored alcohol of what you're eating. You're gonna sit down with your Neuralink, stare at someone, have a guard, and be drinking your your steak <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> Just. Alcoholic air. Just vapors. Uh, just somewhere just drunk. Over. It's like the canned air in space balls. <laughs> you know, but honestly, like, because, I don't know, like, I was thinking, like, what's in my liquor cabinet, right? Like, there's, like, all these, like, vodkas, right? You know? It's like, well, what if they come up with, like, a new alcohol? You want to end with a thought more because you have to go? Or you have nothing? You have nothing to <laughs> Alcoholic thoughts? Alcoholic thoughts? I, I don't know. I don't know. What's your Oh, yeah. Alright, and uh, until next time, see, see ya, assholes. assholes.